Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Final segment for the day on Stadium. So if you're watching on Stadium, head on over at the end of the segment to Twitch. Twitch.tv backslash BetQL. You can also go to YouTube, youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports. We got a banger of a power hour coming your way. Matt Moore will join us. We'll give you our bets for tonight. And in 20 minutes, Ian Eagle will make his You Better You Bet debut. It's a true story, Ken. Went to the gym, humble brag, went to the gym this morning and I worked out. And I did so, this is the truth, this is not just a setup here, I actually did this, in a piece of You Better You Bet merchandise. I got, got had like a fan of the show come over, was like, what, what's that, are you? Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Uh, and you, too, listeners and viewers, you can get your You Better You Bet merchandise, of course, at YouBetterYouBetShop.com. Plenty of options for the You Better You Bet faithful. How about a long sleeve t-shirt featuring the iconic slogan, Bing Bong Bay. Or you can join the conversation with a hashtag Real Ones No T shirt. Head on over to youbetteryoubetshop.com to grab some merch, long sleeve t shirts, short sleeve t shirts, hoodies, and hats, and do so today. Uh, Alex wrote that copy uh, either like last night or earlier today. This is a new copy. It is outstanding. A great job by our executive producer, Alex Fasano. Youbetteryoubetshop.com. All right, we'll get back to. Uh, YouTube and Twitch, and your favorite bets for the weekend in a second. But first, let's uh, let's play the imaging again because I really like it, Jake. Help! Help! I need directions to Bing Bong Bay. Yes, but the only way to get there is to stop at the DJ Corner. <laughs> All right, uh, Alex. What else we got here? The YouTube and the Twitch chats. All right, let's go back to that Twitch chat at Scott Albanese. How about a monster teaser of his own? This came before your guys' segment, so he's riding Baltimore plus three and a half, the Niners plus three and a half, the Buccaneers plus 19 and a half, and the Chiefs plus 15 and a half. You're getting the big favorites to not get blown out. Dan Campbell can't even cover 19 and a half, and Mahomes is unlikely to lose by two scores. I think you kind of like already people know what we think already. Tampa would be the one that we would that we would not like in there, right? Yeah, just and it's to be fair, like it's gonna win a lot. Like that, like still gonna even if we don't like it, it's still gonna win a lot. Just uh, I think it wins less than the other ones. Uh, you know, and uh, to be fair, I have actually because I've actually played around with this in a few places. Some places it's no totals, can't do any totals. Um, for so it's like if you had to pick the sides, you know, like is it Tampa nineteen and a half or uh, I think it it's Detroit six and a half. Yeah, so it'd be Bucks nineteen and a half, or or Detroit. Uh, you know, it'd be, I was going to say it's Detroit plus seven, but for for people who don't know, as part of the gouging that takes place, uh, ties lose on these. So Detroit plus seven still not very advantageous. I yeah, I guess it's Lions six and a half. That would be the one that would trip you up. Honestly, like do the other three and keep a leg open, and it's Bills or Chiefs more than plus fourteen next week against Baltimore. Like that's the. That's the ticket. And and if you could play a total, I would just take Tampa out and put the over in the Chiefs-Bills game in it. Yeah, I agree with that. 
All right, so thank you very much to Scott Albanese for the yep. uh, for the submission. Thank Sharing you, Scott. Alex, what else we got? For the most part, three or three. There's a brain, and we're sharing it. And it's, yeah. Let's jump back to the YouTube chat at Danny Levine riding a player prop. Ooh. Stefan Diggs under 63 and a half receiving yards. He's gone under in seven of the last nine games, and Snead should lock him up. Also, if it's close or they're ahead, the Bills should try to run versus a KC defense that is worse against the run. You know what's so funny, right? And it's a great setup by uh, by Danny Levine bringing up the Legarius Sneed part of this year. Um, when I, the more I think about this game and how it's going to play out, I, I, I hope I'm wrong. I think Kansas City might just win the game. So, Gabe Davis isn't playing. Sneed, and also it was really cold. Like, absolutely, like, put Tyreek Hill in, like, a straight jacket last weekend. Like, Ty he had, like, the long touchdown, obviously, on the underthrown ball by Tua, but Ty he's Tyreek Hill. Stephon Diggs ain't Tyreek Hill. Not this year, like, not ever, and he's a great player. I He's still Stephon Diggs, and it's a big game. I don't know that I'd play the under here, but, Ken, I would never play the over. And if, like, Diggs isn't going to do much, I, I don't know. I'm I'm worried about our Buffalo futures here. I, I really am. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I think I think Kansas City could definitely win the game. I mean, the Bills. It's I have Bills Niners Super Bowl at uh, ironically forty nine to one, so same as the Forty ers So I would I would love to hit that, but uh, but look, I got Chiefs make sense as a Super Bowl champ too. I I've been on the sidelines for the most part in this game. I my biggest thing is just like all right, Gabe Davis is out, defensive players are out. Where's where's the movement in the market to like reflect that? Where's where's one and a half? Where's one? As those things are like all, all anyone's talking about is this injury report and how impactful it is. They're going to be without these guys. Nothing, nothing at all in the market to reflect that. Do you, do you think? That's, do you think it's coming? No, because this stuff's always immediate. It's always like it gets announced and then there's like a bump and then whatever happens game day just happens on game day and is usually not representative of the injury report. So maybe like there will be interest in Kansas City at some point. Just like and I know it's not like that. Diggs is out or Josh Allen's out or like. There's a cluster injury at offensive line or something like that. Just, I would have thought something to reflect, like, that it's, like, kind of an undermanned Bills team going into this game, and it didn't happen. Uh, I, just, I just think that's really interesting. I'm not, I don't even know that's predictive of anything. It just, uh, the market didn't behave like what I thought uh, in terms of when that injury report came up. Uh, I just want to sneak this in there, by the way. Tyrese Halliburton saying that he's going to play tonight for the Pacers. Siakam going to play tonight as well for Indiana. So it looks like the Pacers will have both of their, their guys back. Halliburton and Siakam making his debut. Uh, it's still cold. Still cold. Not not sure if he'll still, make it's it. It's probably still uh, very icy there. He's upgraded to probable. That's what up? I guess he's not a loser, right? Because he's really rich. You better you bet with Nick and Kenny. You're rolling through your favorite bets for the weekend on YouTube and Twitch. Thanks so much to Danny Levine and Danny... Uh, I would never bet the over. I think it's under or nothing on Diggs. It like, makes you sick to click that button, but I, I think it's the preferred one out of the two. All right, Alex, what's next? All right, let's stay in the YouTube chat. Our guy, longtime listener, at Jay Klopfenstein. Been a while since he Ooh. sent in a bet. Taking the Texans Klopp. team total over. Klopp taking the over 18.5 Texans team total. Seems like good value for a team that's on fire. It's at plus 125. I think if... Uh... I think if you think Baltimore is going to score a lot in the game, I think it makes this bet more appealing if you get Shroud in catch-up mode. Yeah, I don't have a strong opinion on this one. Uh, I think I think there's a way... Like, I, I brought this up uh, when we were talking to Brad, right? I just go, like, go through the Texan schedule. It's a bunch of home games, a bunch of domes, a bunch of, like, early season outdoor games. And uh, 
And then it's like the Jets game where they were terrible and then he got concussed. And that was like outside and the weather was kind of whatever. And you can be like, well, it's, he got concussed. It's like a one in a once in a season kind of a thing. It doesn't mean he's going to be bad in this game. It just it does introduce like a kind of a new element into the equation that maybe I don't know if they're going to cook necessarily in this game. Uh, I think it makes it a little tough. So, I, I mean, like they can definitely go over this number, obviously. For what it's worth, I was going to give out the fair baron points over again. But, like, if the wind is actually bad, I don't want to do that because maybe they actually decide to go for it on some fourth downs, especially if they're trailing in the game. But it's it's only five and a half, and they're going to stall in the red zone at least once in this game, probably more than once. So I kind of like the fair baron points over. I didn't give it out in the pick segment. Just, like, if the weather gets worse, then I, I don't want to be caught holding, holding the bag or holding that bet. So. Yeah, I think, and Jay, just my opinion, and I've, I've been wrong before, I'll be wrong again. I, I, I would like to bet some Texans overs in terms of, like, their... Their uh their team total. I think I want to like see how the game is going first before I do that. Like I'd like to do it live. I want to bet it live. Like if they get down big in the game, they're down by 11, 14, 17 points. Then I'll be into it because the like, training wheels come off and Stroud's just gonna throw on every play. And I think he'll have success. I think it was interesting, Ken, what Evan Silva brought up. And I didn't know that about like the EPA stat that Stroud, while trailing this year, has the highest combined rushing and passing EPA of any quarterback in the league. So, again, like, and this kind of factors into what you were talking about in the first hour, that maybe Ravens' first half would be a look for you, where if the Ravens are ahead by, like, 10 points at halftime, they're going to have to throw in the second half. And I think they're going to find success doing it because the quarterback's so good with C.J. Stroud. So, not like a direct answer to your question, Jay. I won't be betting it one way or another pregame, but thank you very much for always checking the show out and for your submission. Alex, uh, as always, like we, we're like, hey, give us, a, give us some NFL bets. We always get some different stuff here. Alex, give us something different. Yeah, something different. Sticking in that YouTube chat, at Rich Gazin, Gazon, however you want to say it, taking an NBA Future Award prop, Karis Levert. Sixth man of the year at plus 1,200. He's averaging 16 points per game on a team winning more than 60% of its games. At worst, he should be the third choice in the market. Fun. Well, this, is, uh, this is all yours, yeah. Awardy. What do you got? <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, I, sixth man is going to be really, really dumb this year, as it always is. Um, Levert is one of the safer bets. So the, the two things that you have to consider in this award market uh i'll say three uh one is the team really good and i don't mean like good i mean are they going to win a billion regular season games it's one of the reasons brogdon beat quickly last year the average winning percentage of the team that gets six man is like the one seed it's like really good teams now we don't have good six man candidates on the one two or three seeds really on any of the top teams most people want to talk themselves into nas reed which i don't think is a great idea um the world is so like you kind of you kind of go, no, I don't, I don't think it is. That's the whole point. So I think you go to like the fourth seed, five seed. That's where you get into Lavert, Matherin, like these kind of uh, Hardaway Jr., to be fair, who's the favorite in the market right now. Like uh, Malik Monk, well, I think they're going to be worse than the four or five seed, but that's why you end up settling on those candidates. Like team success is a huge part. So that's thing number one. Lavert's going to check that box. Cavs are going to win a bunch of games. Probably be the four or five seed, uh, especially when Mobley comes back. Then uh second thing to consider are they gonna really are they gonna come off the bench like likely the whole rest of the season or can they get traded this happened jordan pool last year with the warriors where all of a sudden it's like yeah he's gonna start sorry everybody they're like, oh cool you can't win cannot win at that point happened to austin reeves earlier this year i think lavert's safe in that way i don't think they're gonna trade donovan mitchell now so like i think everything's gonna stay the same and lavert's gonna come off the bench a lot that's great and then points per game off the bench 
when they come off the bench, do they lead the league? Are they close to leading the league in scoring? When they start, I don't care, and nobody who votes does either. This is, again, how Brogdon beat quickly last year. Quickly started and scored like 50, and nobody cared because he started, and they all they did was do points per game off the bench. Levert's really good at that, too. So Clarkson, if the Jazz won a ton, can do the same thing, make the same case. Hardaway is the best candidate. Uh, yeah, I agree. Like, Levert's one of the people, along with Matherin, that would probably have the best chance to track him down. Uh, thank you to Rich Gazzone. I think is how you pronounce it. What's the dumbest award market in any sport? NFL comeback player of the year. He's <laughs> easily right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I was thinking. It's also. at least close. Uh, if it's not bad, it's close. NBA most improved player is also very stupid. If you're watching the show on Stadium, head on over to Twitch, twitch.tv backslash betql. For the final hour, the power hour, we will start the power hour talking to the great Ian Eagle.